Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, the Elimination Chamber post show with myself, Brian H. Waters, the real Dwayne Allen, and Blake Thomas. So after the music, get ready for the Elimination Chamber post show. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. It doesn't matter what you think. The Wrestling Round presents Break It Down with Brian H. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I got two of my good friends here. I got... The real Dwayne Allen. Oh, man, I, I'm not your friend. <laughs> well, dang, that's how you feel? I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, of course, I got Blake Thomas back. So, we just got finished watching the WWE Elimination Chamber. And, you know, I had to hit the record button because these two was already getting started before the show was ready. So, guys, um, let's get right into it. We'll start off where the show ended. Kofi Kingston coming over so close, but he didn't get it done. Daniel Bryan is still your WWE champion. Until WrestleMania when he loses to Kofi Kingston. You say he loses to Kofi Blake. Why are you still convinced that Kofi Kingston is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania? Because who else do they have? AJ's freaking styles. AJ's wrestling Triple H. You keep saying it. (laughs) This is is how the conversation started. You still selling me this whole, he can't wrestle every McMahon in, in the company. It's going to get old after a while. Well... He's wrestling Triple H, so let's get used to it. Maybe he'll get Vince at SummerSlam. Oh, my gosh. All right, so, Dwayne, real quick, why don't you think Kofi... We saw a great match. We saw, obviously, the crowd was behind him. Houston, Texas, behind Kofi Kingston. Why was that not a preview of what's to come? Because WrestleMania's not doing Black History Month. <laughs> okay. I said it. Okay. Like, come on, man. Like, that. But so you said fans only cheer during Black History Month for black people? No, but I'm saying that Kofi Kingston got this spot, not because it's Black History Month, but I'm mm-hmm. saying, but don't act like the momentum's not rolling right now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the perfect time they, to, to, to really put on display some of the talent of some of the African-American superstars that we see, and, and they acknowledge and honor during this month. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then when Mustafa Ali got hurt, here's a guy that's put in his time 11 years, but I feel like it was a loyalty run, you know, all, all jokes aside. Not because he's black, of course. I'm just saying it because of his. But at the end of the day, I'm saying it because, okay, this dude can show, like, yo, he was one of the top guys in the ring before he really got an opportunity to show what he can do that main event scene outside of you know, his work with Randy Orton before the New Day came along. But I'm like, okay, cool. He had this match, but how do you set that up for WrestleMania one more time? Come on. Like, that's, you got to, it's WrestleMania. I just don't see that. So you, you would you would much rather think that you could just set up another Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles match for the umpteen time and say, oh, that's a WrestleMania match when a Kofi, Daniel Bryan one-on-one would be fresh. And now, now, Thursday, Kofi pinned Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan pins him tonight. You got to break the tiebreaker, so why not do it at Mania? Because WWE doesn't book their matches like their sporting events. This isn't New Japan. Hey, we're going to Fox. Yeah, yeah, but we ain't there yet. At the end of the day, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles have a history. They have something to tell. They have a story to back up. They don't do that 
one-upsmanship, marksman stuff. Like, this isn't New Japan. This isn't Ring of Honor. There's no tournaments. There isn't no kind of competition based off wrestling wins, losses, and ties. Let me it's jump in there. Let me jump in there real quick. So, I understand what both of you guys are saying. So, here's my thing, and here's my theory. We still have another bump in the road before we get to WrestleMania. One more stop on the road to WrestleMania. That is WWE Fastlane. If the fans come out and they still showing that this is a guy we want to see, Kofi Kingston, is that enough to sway the momentum, keep the momentum going, and perhaps maybe Kofi's in a match in Fastlane to earn another shot at the WWE Championship? I feel like he might be in the WWE Championship at Fastlane. Okay. That's that's your that's the match you'll get to see. I think that's as close to WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston that you'll get. Mm-hmm. Fastlane, that's it. Well, I mean, it's possible we could see that. You or, know, it's the truth. Or we can have that big whatever it is four way or whatever, and there might not be a WWE Championship, and it's more of a setup of you know who knows a Randy Orton, Kofi Kingston, Mustafa Ali, Samoa Joe four way winner faces Daniel Bryan at. WrestleMania. One major problem with that that premise you just gave us. There's no AJ freaking Styles. So then take Jeff Hardy out, put AJ in it, and let him get RKO'd again like he did tonight. You know, and then you know throw him out the ring. AJ Styles is not wrestling Triple H at WrestleMania. Triple H. I will say this, man. I was thinking that we was going to see AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan up until this past Thursday, but the reason why because I just did not see a clear cut. Baby face for Daniel Bryan to face at WrestleMania. But I got to admit, this Kofi thing, it swayed me. And, you know, great job by WWE tonight. Uh, the way the match was booked because it had me emotionally invested. And that's how I like to watch wrestling. I don't want to be able to predict it. Yeah, I was rooting for Kofi. Had a feeling he wasn't going to win it. But it allowed me to suspend my belief for about 50 minutes and really get into that match. And that's what I'm like, okay, well, now... Staying emotionally invested, I'm hoping my guy can get another opportunity against my main guy, Daniel Bryan. Do it at Mania. Don't if, do it at Fastlane. If it happens at Mania, it, it, it definitely closes out the first hour of the show. I don't have a problem with that. I don't care. It could open the show. As long as, as, long as it's not over in 50, uh, four seconds or five seconds, however it was, with Daniel Bryan lost the title to Sheamus. As long as it's, you know, as long as it's a good match, I'm fine with that. Um, so... We got to talk about this. You guys were talking about this on air, and I'm going to bring it to the... Is Kofi Kingston maybe... Will he be the guy to be the black WWE champion? Yes. The fans are upset right now, just by the way. But we know the fans are fickle. But is Kofi Kingston the guy? I think he could be the guy. That, see, there you go again. You didn't answer the question. He asked you, <laughs> is, is he, he the, the guy? guy? Not, do you think he can be the guy? With this momentum, with this story, how it's being written going into WrestleMania, you're going into New, York, New Jersey, why not let him be the guy? But see that doesn't yes. make that doesn't make that doesn't make sense to me because we, let's look at the history of the WWE. They don't just book stuff on the whim. They've been talking about mania matchups for so long. Kofi Kingston was just a shoe in because Mustafa Ali got hurt. So that means they never had any real major plans for Kofi be, to even be in this spot. So I just have a hard time believing that just because he put on a great performance, all of a sudden they're going to change their entire plan. Say, so you know what? Let's go with Kofi to be the the flagship bearer of the WWE with the WWE Championship at WrestleMania. I just don't see that happening. Well, was Becky written to be the flagship bearer and be in this main event originally? No, but it wasn't two months ago. This was this has been this has been in the making for a long time with Becky Lynch. But look at what they've done on SmackDown period. What is there's only one thing that's really been long term 
that's keeping a lot of people's interest that you really don't know how it's going to happen right now. And that's the whole mid Shane McMahon story. Absolutely, but there's at least been a buildup. That's all I'm saying, because that's the WWE way. With this Kofi stuff, man, you, you have less than almost two months to sit there and try to sell people on, you know what, let's go with Kofi all of a sudden. Like, what was your original plan? Well, the thing about it is, and not to try to diss the product, because I love the product, that's how SmackDown's going with every championship plan going into Mania. There's no clear cut of what's going to be happening for every championship match on SmackDown right now. But you can't say we haven't had an idea in the past going into Mania who was most likely going to be in that spot. For every championship match, though. Think at, about at, at least for the WWE Championship. Yeah, well, hey, things happen. AJ Styles got to fake Triple H now uh, at Mania. He's, he's still selling me on this. <laughs> and now we're going to have Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. So, Blake, why why AJ Styles and Triple H? What, what makes you... What takes you there? Because I don't think... That the whole AJ Styles, Vince McMahon thing is done. Now, Vince has his hands in a lot of things right now. But you don't just punch Vince McMahon in the face and then, boom, you never hear about it ever again. Mm -hmm. So, why wouldn't, if Triple H is 100% ready to wrestle, and we know in a Triple H WrestleMania match, you're not going to get a straight-up match anyway. It's going to be some kind of DQ, a street fight, uh, something like that. But... Why wouldn't Triple H represent the family and be the one to face AJ Styles? Plus, it's a fresh matchup that you haven't seen yet, and what better stage to do that at WrestleMania? Since when does Triple H fight Vince McMahon's battles? Why not? I'm There's not saying all I, four of them are running the show. It's right? difference to say why not, but they they're not that much Vince of a United, isn't going to do it. That, listen to me, they're not that much of a united front. You know why? Because they proved that on Raw. Triple H said, "Look, Becky, apologize." We'll see you at WrestleMania. No problem. Vince McMahon said, no, they don't speak for me. I'm the guy around. I don't care what you say to them. I'm still mad. Triple H and Stephanie don't speak for Vince McMahon. So you're saying that you don't think that might not be a swerve by Stephanie and Triple H? I don't think it had anything to do with AJ Styles. That's a personal beef between, because Triple H did the same thing to Finn Balor. No, um, Seth Rollins, when he called him out. Mm-hmm. He said, you know what, you're not, you're not the guy who you said you were. And then when Seth Rollins finally snapped, he said, okay, cool, welcome back. That was that whole situation. They don't have anything to do with AJ Styles. Okay. Well, in two months, <laughs> when AJ Styles is wrestling Triple H, oh boy. we can go back to this and we can go, well, this build-up really wasn't there, but I can't wait to see this no-DQ street fight between Triple H and AJ Styles. And Wow, Brian, can you believe Can you believe that it's Kofi Kingston <laughs> and Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship? Kofi. Don't don't turn your phone off when you're disappointed <laughs> when you find AJ Styles in the WWE Championship at second. You're trying to disappear, like no. Nah, I won't baby. be disappointed because look, anything I look, I love anything that AJ Styles does. It's just why would you give that to us again at WrestleMania? I just feel like there's so much history already there. It's easy to build. Okay. I think if you get it, I think AJ goes over though. Uh, I think he gets his. You know, every big guy at Wrestle has that uh, WrestleMania Championship win. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, Hogan. That would be, the, for me, seeing that's the next thing for AJ Styles to do. He's defended the title successfully, mm. so did Hogan. But Hogan won the title at WrestleMania Five. Why gotta say Hogan with Hogan? Why could you bring up another? Because that's the first person no, to no, defend no, the title course. successfully and then win it. You knew he wasn't gonna bring anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> except, except Hogan. Like, well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I mean, you, you knew that was coming. You could easily be like, oh, well, the same thing that Brock did, you know, but no, we had to get Hogan. Neither here or there, though. Brock I'm looking, never I'm looking at won the, the rules. He never, package right there. 
Hey, man. That's a special collector's item. WWE 2K15 came with the Funko Pop up there and the signature, I mean, a piece of the ring from WrestleMania 30 when he said they were in the Silver Dome. But uh, let's so, you know, all right, we talked about that WWE Championship match. Let's go to where the history was made tonight. WWE reintroduced the Women's Tag Team Championships. For the people who don't know, they were retired in 1989, but they reintroduced them, and Sasha and Bayley won. I was surprised. I had, I was torn between the What's Iconics. No, I was seriously, I was, I was torn between the Iconics and I was torn between the Riot Squad. I, like, you know, I just thought they was going to go with the heels first. No, you didn't. You ain't gonna tell me. My money was on the iconics. That was my money. My what, money what is wrong with you, Blizzard? Because I, me, I felt is that you put on the iconics and then you have Bailey and Sasha win it at no. Mania to give them a special moment. They, listen, all the special moments in the women's evolution and revolution and all that great stuff has started with the four horsewomen of professional wrestling. You knew they was gonna go with history. Like they, it had to. So I said, like you, that's what I'm looking at you both like you crazy. Like yeah, you really thought it was the first one to ever go in the history books is gonna be the Iconics or the Riot Squad. The new faces, they barely wrestle every week because they're still fresh faces. Mm-hmm. Which I think they do an excellent job of allowing them to develop without overexposing them as they continue to grow and learn the ring. But Sasha and Bailey. They've made history in every other area, and you think they weren't going to be the first ones? Did, you guys knew that. It was that. too easy, though. No, it's history. That's that. They at least have their names have to be in the books because they're going to go down as legends. They they are going. They were really going to transform the business like we've never seen before. I, when they become veterans, I can't imagine a group of young women that's going to come behind them. Mm-hmm. The Tony set is ridiculous. I will say this though. Um, one thing I really did enjoy about that match was it was Bailey and Sasha. And it was the surprising Mandy and Sonya. Yeah, it started you know, like, the way we ended. It was very shocking to me that mm-hmm. yeah, you started it and they ended it. And I mean, I thought all the teams really held their own. And um, it was very enjoyable. And I, I mean, I'm not mad about Sasha and Bailey winning, but you know, here we got Dwayne. You know, you know, he's making his good point. So you know, <laughs> whatever you win this round, you lost the last round, but you win this round. You guys knew it was going to be <laughs> Sasha and Bailey. You cut them act like you're like. Really, the, the, the history makers, everything from NXT to the to the main roster, and they they weren't going to be the look at that. Who was in that match? They were probably the most experienced out of everybody in that match, and you know it. Besides Naomi, no, Naomi was there before those girls, and she didn't make that much of a noise. Yeah, and you know I'm telling the truth. She was there long before them, and she didn't make <laughs> she did not make waves the way they did. Those I women, was thinking they set the tone and takeover, mm-hmm. and and they carried it over. I just was thinking it was gonna be money in the chase. That's all. For history, though, we're talking the first ones. They hit like if they lose it tomorrow night to y'all, it's okay, makes sense because now you got a long chase to WrestleMania. You just got a, a month and a half chase. Mm-hmm. But in history, though, the first names in that book in history, and you really thought it was gonna be uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Oh, it should have been. But well, so here's the thing: Do Sasha are Sasha and Bailey um, non-brand exclusive? Are they going to be on Raw and SmackDown? They have to be because I, you know, I don't remember them kind of. Making that announcement about that. I mean, it, it, you know, like Dwayne said, I think they have to be. I mean, because right now, and this is just as of speaking, you have six teams on both those rosters. And then, and if you do go to the third roster, as of right now, you kind of only have like two teams on NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a newly developed partnership with um, Vanessa and Aaliyah, and then you got EO mm-hmm. and Kyrie. You know, well, you got three because then you got Morena and Jessamine as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you go through all three, yeah, but if it's exclusive, you know, you only got two, what, two more teams that you're really facing off against. So, you would have to go to both brands. 
I think at the end of the day, it um, it kind of elevates um, women's wrestling once again. Like, and this is why I say they were the history makers because look, now because they can't be brand exclusive, it allows so many more women's wrestlers to have opportunities because now you can see more women's tag matches and you see more girls getting opportunities before because there's something to compete for. Yeah. So you're not sitting like, oh, they just throwing them in tag. Like, no, they're trying to show something to say, okay, cool, we can be considered for an opportunity to eventually at some point in our careers wrestle for the women's tag right. titles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think that's the biggest thing because and that's why I said once again, history makers because now they're the bar, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. They're the standard. Like, man, they're, they're the queens of this division, of the women's tag team division of mine. They're going to switch it up for everybody. You're going to start seeing promotions come up with more uh, uh, tag team women's championships if they don't already have them. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see more emphasis of it because now more and more women are going to have a reason to get involved because they say, okay, cool, now we, we there's a chance that we can compete for something like the Cruiserweights. The Cruiserweights, it was like, okay, well, WWE won't sign smaller guys because what are you going to really do? Now there's something to compete for while you develop, and if you have an opportunity to grow and you get over it, you can, Mustafa Ali has shown, you can get moved to a bigger brand. So I think the women are going to have way more opportunities. And I mean, look at the exposure that all these new faces will get to be in the ring with Sasha and Bay without having to compete for a championship or a one-on-one match, which wouldn't make sense anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you can have an experienced uh, young lady and an inexperienced lady in a, in a tag team match to one help one get more exposure or to continue to grow and learn. And I feel like it's just a domino effect of positivity when it comes to women's wrestling, which is, I mean, that's to me, it was like... It was, to have them two to start it off, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost a no-brainer. Well, one more thing real quick that you bring up, what you just said, too, is I think for a fan, say you're a fan that just watches Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. and then say, you know, at a pay-per-view, it's announced, like, well, Sasha and Bailey, I'm not saying Mania, just a regular pay-per-view, right. Sasha and Bailey versus Kyrie Zane and Io Shirai, and you're like, well, I don't really know these people. They're from NXT. Absolutely. You see that match, you see that, and now you're like, well, that's how they perform. Now I want to watch NXT. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, so I think that's perfect. Because you see it a lot with the way uh, NXT UK was branded when, mm-hmm. with a lot of the guys from um, like Noam Dar and even Finn Balor and now Cash's Ono showing up in NXT UK. Those are a lot of faces that I was unfamiliar with. But watching the product originally, I was like, man, I'm kind of hooked now because yeah. I, I, got, I got to see guys like I knew about Tyler Bate and you know Mustache Mountain and Pete Dunne, but now I've got a complete exposure to a whole different brand of wrestling that you, you catch here and there in other areas, but you see a more focus on it that I have access to. Yeah. Like, we don't have access to Revolution Pro UK on a regular. We got to catch it when we catch it mm-hmm. um, on the back end through coverage and social media and, and YouTube. But now it's like with the association with some of the established people um, and then, you know, coming over to help some of the younger, just younger brand, I should say. I mean, it's, 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 I think it's done wonders for exposing new faces to current wrestling fans, which yeah. I think is difficult to do, and which is, I think, this is the next step in the women's evolution of exposing more fans to other women's wrestlers that you may not have paid any mind at first. Mm-hmm. But you're like you said, uh, Blizz, you're familiar with Sasha and Bailey. So now, two faces that maybe you've heard of but you didn't see too much, now you're interested in them because you're like, well, I didn't think they could do that. But now, you've created new fans of new stars through these two veterans. So I, I think it's great all the way around. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, let's stick with women's wrestling. Uh, we saw Ruby Riot take on Ronda Rousey. Of course, Ronda Rousey was successful uh, defending her Raw Women's Championship. But then we saw Charlotte, who was out there, kind of getting in the ring, and then all of a sudden, here comes Becky Lynch, and she goes to town on Charlotte with a um, crutch. You know, Becky's selling the injury. She got re-injured by Charlotte on a house show. What's So how did we get to, and I want you guys your opinion, um, put your Booker hats on. How do we get to 
the triple threat match at WrestleMania. Can we afford Blitz? You said put the Booker hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good point. Can we afford him? It's Sunday, so I'll do this for free. Oh, man. God <laughs> yeah. bless you. We're lucky. Come on, Booker, man. You know, I'm well, it's a very interesting twist tonight because now, the way it's written out, you know, now Ronda has even more incentive to be back, Becky, so now she's going to want revenge. Of course, Charlotte is like, I don't care. I just want the championship. You know, um, originally, I like I told you earlier in the night, Brian, I would have had Becky Lynch attack Ric Flair on his birthday. And that's how she would have got it. Oh, absolutely. You know, what? because we already know Rick is going to sell that that disarmor like a million bucks. That still could happen. You know, um, and, and I still would go with it. But, you know, now that's her way of picking at Charlotte even more. You know how Ronda's going to be. When Ronda wants something, she's very vocal. You know, you have her come out and say, you know, hey, you know, I want her in this match. I don't care what this company says. This suspension is BS, da-da-da-da-da. And you keep going at it like that. You have Becky. Like I said, she attacks Rick. Now Charlotte's match. Charlotte gets this match with Becky at Fastlane. And if Becky wins, she gets in a match. That's how you put her in a match. Me, personally, I would make an elimination match. Um, and I would have Charlotte get eliminated first, have it be down to Becky and Ronda, and have Becky get that win. But will that be the safe haven to do? Don't know. Is that what they want to do? Don't know. Does Ronda take a pin? Who knows? But that's the way I would get it to that match. Realness? Um, I think I, it, I, I wait for something else to happen between now and, and, and Mania. And I say that because there's a lot of parallels between um, Becky's journey and the journey of Stone Cold Steve Austin um, when it comes to chasing that championship and feeling like you're being screwed over in the company. Austin's first run, um, his thing was, I've always been the best wrestler here, now I'm, I'm tired of getting overlooked. I'm coming for the titles, nothing anybody can do about it. So Shawn Michaels kind of get out your way, whatever the case may be. Then Vince comes in the mix, get in the fit in. No, I'm not dealing with that. And then it was this, this cat and mouse game. You know what I mean? You went on this merry little chase. And I feel like that's what they're trying to associate Becky Lynch with. And um, I like the idea of Becky Lynch kind of crashing the party. But I'm looking for her to do something to force her way into the match where they have no choice. Mm -hmm. um, and I say that because I'm thinking about, like I said, the parallels between her and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin got fired. He showed up with a gun on Raw. <laughs> You know, and it pulled Vince out, had him peel himself, and everybody's like, "Look, if you don't rehire me, sign this contract." In this case, I'm, I'm gonna blow your brains out in front of everybody on national TV. And you know, I don't care because I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Whether it's true or not, Vince is like, "I'm not taking that risk with crazy Stone Cold Steve Austin," and he forces way back into the company, back into the mix, and you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for something like that to happen with Becky Lynch. Um, honestly, I, I don't know how you get there because um, they, they're selling this injury thing and they're selling the whole. It's going to be a triple threat match. We all know that. I mean, it's 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 going to get down to it at some point. Um, but you, you have a number of different avenues you can go in. You know, like 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 Bliss said with the whole look. Ron Ross like, look, I'm not. She needs to be in this match because I want a piece of her too. And like I said, I think the 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 last piece is what Bliss said. That's James Hurt beating. Why would you celebrate Ric Flair on Raw? His birthday. Yeah. Like this is not new. He, he's he's been healthy for a long time. For that to randomly happen, I'm like, she's crashing that birthday party. I think that's the last piece right there that that, that Bliss. That's genius. I'm like, man, I, I that's. I'd, go, I'd lose it if I see that. If Becky Lynch comes out there somehow, crashes that party, and slaps the taste out of Ric Flair or puts him in that disarmor, mm -hmm. and somehow like have like Charlotte somewhere locked with a forklift on the door, old school DX 98 attitude era stuff, I mean, th that's going to say, okay, look, somebody, or even Vince. Vince pulled her out of it. it 
Austin used to do stuff to force his hand with Vince McMahon. I'm trying to figure out how can Becky Lynch do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if she found a way to do that, the fans will go nuts because that's a female at the end of the day. We saw it with Austin. We say, okay, that's an overpowering male. But for her to be who she is and say, I'm the man, she's got to prove to Vince McMahon. Like, Vince and Stone Cold were constantly going back with a power struggle. Yeah. Champion versus owner. Now I say, okay, what does Becky Lynch have to do to force McMahon's hand back into this match? And that's kind of what I'm waiting for. Do you guys hate the fact that Vince is involved? I don't hate it. I don't think it was needed. I don't hate it, though. But the thing about it is you can never be mad with the Vince McMahon character because right. it'll always be the ultimate heel. And, and like what Dwayne was saying of how can she force her hand to prove I'm the man, I'm the man. If something happens and it forces that Charlotte versus Becky match at Fastlane mm-hmm. and she does something to I don't want to say beat Charlotte convincingly because then you hurt the main event but if she does something to Charlotte let's just say it's an I quit match or something something that she can do and prove to Vince like I just beat your golden girl one on one I am the man you know and, and Vince sees it like well, well damn like mm-hmm. maybe you are the man but if you're the man you gotta beat them both you know, because the man would have been able to beat them both in this triple threat match. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you all, I'll give all three of you what you want. Right. You know, but I think the way it is right, you got to find that way to convince the Vince McMahon character as mm-hmm. of right now. That is, now that has become the most important part. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, before, we're going to go somewhere where they wasn't, the person wasn't on the show at all. Our truth. <laughs> and Dance break. the SmackDown women's champion Oscar. I'm confused. What do you do with Oscar? Well, I, it's it, it's sad <laughs> because it's like it. I don't want to say it diminishes, but just the conflict in your voice right now. It's worth the price of admission. It's like you got two SmackDown competitors basically yeah. saying, "Oh, we don't care about that belt. We want Ronda. We want the other belt." Um, me personally, and once again, this will go to something the way was saying, like, how do you build this up in two months? Look, if, if basically Oscar's like, look, they're all running from me. I'm the real champion. If it's me, if I'm putting my Booker hat on, I have Shayna Baszler come out there. I have her come out with her NXT championship and be like, I don't know if you paid attention, but I beat this whole division. I don't need this belt anymore. They can have this belt. I'm coming for you because you think nobody's ready for Oscar. Well, I am. And set that up, even if it's a beatdown on Oscar or whatever. Shayna Baszler, to me, is the most convincing and the most dominant and the one that can be that one that can go toe-to-toe with Oscar right now to challenge her on a WrestleMania platform and be that person that could be looked at to actually take that championship from her. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say something extremely creative and off the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's something that has to do with the whole Fox deal. I have a bad feeling that there's the brand splits are coming to an end because of the demand. We don't, television is different. And sometimes television makes certain demands. And I think, you know, after a while when we had the brand, the brand split for so long, eventually you had the Raw SmackDown Super Shows to the point where they just kind of faded away. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Vince McMahon comes out and has a very Vince McMahon moment. Says, well, you know what? Things are changing around here anyway. I think they're going to unify the titles at some point, and they're going to throw Oscar into the match. It's a stretch, but that's if I'm booking, I'm like, you know what? It's been too quiet. Mm-hmm. Unless she's going to have a squash match at WrestleMania. Right. You know what I mean? Which is what it's looking like so far. 
What if she Oscar starts throwing stuff in the match? And guess what? I put my title on the line too. Now the dynamic different. Well, I have a question for you for that. Mm-hmm. If they were, to, let's just say they throw her into it, mm-hmm. is a four way too much? No, winner take all. Main event. Main event. The cl- close the show. Winner take all. Becky Lynch wins both titles. She's standing at the end of the ring at the end of WrestleMania with the the, the SmackDown Women's title and the Raw Women's title on both shows. Because now you gotta watch Raw. Yeah. What in the world do we do now? Say Seth Rollins beats. Brock Lesnar. Say AJ Styles beats Daniel Bryan. <laughs> There's got to be a unification match there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, is that far-fetched? Absolutely not. You know, um, I mean, you, you got to think, though. Somebody like Oscar too, they can also go the route, which has been said before, of, okay, Becky, you got to earn it. So at the beginning of the night is Becky versus Oscar for the SmackDown Championship. Becky wins that. If she wins, she goes into the triple threat. You know, she goes into the match with Charlotte and uh, Ronda. She's already the SmackDown Women's Champ. Now it's champion versus champion, and boom, that's how she wins both belts. That'd be vicious. I mean, what better way to really put that over the top? It's like, a Daniel Bryan moment, but just with two belts. And then, well, and, no, yeah, it was two belts, actually. And, and, and if you want to eventually, say say that they don't do a complete brand, um, you know, a complete brand, brand merger. Brand merger, yes. You got to figure out Monday or Tuesday to figure out what happens with Becky Lynch with both titles. Mm-hmm. I mean, you did it with Paige when she had the NXT title yeah. and, she, the, and the Divas Championship. Eventually, she had to drop one, and they had a tournament for one. Or, you know, you get creative. This is that's the fun part, and that's what makes for better TV because she can come out on Raw and be like, "Yeah, I'll let you know Tuesday what I'm going to do with what belt." Absolutely. You know, so now yeah, you're making everybody watch it. So it's and, something different, and it's good for Oscar too because now she has a match that feels important, and it's not like you know Oscar versus this person. Because I know? still think I still think last year if there was ever a women's match that could have closed the show, it was Oscar and Charlotte. Like yeah. like watching it all the way through, yeah. I was like they probably could have closed the show. With, I still would have loved Oscar Charlotte too this year. You know, yeah, you I can't really go wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not at all. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say because I like both of you guys' ideas. But if there's somebody on here, this is where I wish Ember Moon was still around, because then I would put her, mm-hmm. and then, you know, kind of get that, reunite that feud, because Ember could never beat Oscar. Yeah. But then there's still Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And I look at her Maybe because... you want to go there, too. Because to me, she's just money. And I think that you could tell an interesting story. I wouldn't necessarily have Alexa beat her, but I think you could tell an interesting story right there. Here's Alexa Bliss, who's been a Raw Women's Champion, been a SmackDown Women's Champion, um, I know her and Mickey James are allies, but I don't see them. They'll probably tag uh, challenge for the tag titles on Raw, but I think that you can still put Alexa in a big spot. And they've only wrestled once. They wrestled that one time on Raw. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Matter of fact, it was around this time, and Oscar won. And then that's when she said, "Oh, I'm gonna face Charlotte." Yeah, you know. So, uh, you know, not a bad idea at all. Mm-hmm. So, so say she wins. Where does she fit on SmackDown? Raw's a three-hour show, and they use her. Moment of Bliss as one of those segments too, and I think I don't want to say majority of the, the women who are featured on TV mm-hmm. are on Raw that are like more entertainment value, like with the Nijax promos and the Moment of Bliss promos, stuff like that. You don't you don't see a, a whole lot of um, women being featured in too many um, sort of promo ish storylines outside of maybe Mandy Rose and Naomi, but that's sort of come to an end. Right. On SmackDown, that's that's still the Russell brand even for the women. So it's like yeah, you know with Carmelo with. Uh, our truth and stuff like that is it's not too many dominant women on SmackDown that are saying I'm, I'm here outside of Oscar because of Becky Lynch's recent focus until on, the brand shakeup though. What that that's also another thing. What they they have yeah. not announced when the brand shakeup is is it the oh, no they did they said um 
Yeah, they they said the date because it's going to be on their UK show. It's like April. I forgot the date, but no, they announced the date. So is that how, how far is it after Mania? Is it? It's, I want to say it's like the I think it's like the sixteenth or something like that. Do not quote me if I'm wrong. So it's about a week or two. Okay. I mean, but you got the Miz on SmackDown. You he's know, not. He's not a woman though. Like, no, right. I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying like if you had to. Because Raw, to me, Raw is just going to get crowded. And I see Alexa Bliss kind of getting lost in the shuffle. Is she not already? It's a three-hour show. Well, she was hurt. You know, I, I, Before but, she was hurt, she was hot. But they're not going to get rid of her show all of a sudden now because it's a good time filler. Like, like Eliza's promos are good time fillers. Mm-hmm. A moment of bliss are good time fillers. And a lot of times, they have nothing to do with her. They just lead in segments. Like, for True. example, she all of a sudden, she wanted to interview EC3. That was just a lead-in for EC3 and Dean Ambrose. And that kind of kind of was the reason you jump started that whole situation, right? Like it had nothing to do with the show. Same thing with um, uh, Naya and um, who did she have beef with? Uh, wh- whoever when she came out, she's been interrupting her her show like three or four times uh, every time it comes out. <laughs> and it's, like, uh, yeah, it's funny because a lot of people really don't like that show. I mean, I like mean, I said, it's not a fickle. real show. It's not, it's, know, it's but... literally a time filler. It's something to lead into something else. Mm. Yeah, but if Kevin Owens comes back and he goes on, you got the Kevin Owens show. You know, it can easily... That's also... That's that's very true. Yeah. That's very true. So, uh, let's uh, go to the tag titles. Shane McMahon and The Miz uh, lost their titles to The Usos. Now, of course, you know, wrestling fans think they know everything because we saw that Jimmy Uso... It was revealed that Jimmy Uso had gotten some trouble in Detroit. And people said, oh, yeah, they're not winning the tag titles. And suddenly, The Usos are tag team champions against why you can't listen to Dirt Sheets or try to predict things what's going to happen one with the tag titles um to me i'm like i'm enjoying the usos one of my favorite tag teams probably become my favorite tag team of all time but i'm kind of seeing them run out of dance partners on smackdown but two shane mcmahon and the How miss dare you. what well your running, boys running, haven't challenged them tag team your, partners your, on SmackDown? your boys have not challenged them on television there's three legitimate tag teams that we haven't even like that that are the top dogs. There's a probably a handful we haven't even named. Who? There's there's Gano, uh, Anderson and Gallows. I don't know why I thought you was gonna say Game of Thrones. I, what have you been watching lately? I haven't been watching. Just everybody keeps tweeting about it. Hey man, April. Like, look, winter is coming in April. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. That why that's what's going on. Let me tell you, winter is coming in April. <laughs> Nobody call me doing Game of Thrones. <laughs> you got the bar. Mm-hmm. We seen it. You got sanity. That's give the me first the, one. Give me those. And you got the new day. So like, there's not. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you just gonna forget about Epico and Primo? I'm still not sure if they want to be released or not. Because every time they get on the roll, there's a rumor like they ask for the reason. Like, no. And like, I don't, I don't know. I, I love Epico and Primo, but every time I'm like, oh cool, they they finally taking them seriously. They disappear again after two what weeks. What about the new team of Shinsuke and Rusev? Shinsuke and Rusev, like these are more interesting than this international flavor they got going. It's all it's, you talk about running out of dance. All right, well there you go. Okay, good. That's what you guys are here for. Because you know? right now I'm I'm blinded. Maybe you go with Sheamus and Rusev. I mean, uh, Rusev and um, Shinsuke. and Shinsuke. See, I'm, I I don't mind seeing that. You know, it's different. I'm all mm-hmm. for it. But it's what, it's a hard hitting tag team. That's gracious. What about this whole Shane McMahon and Miz thing? I have no idea. I, everything in, in, in my toenails makes me feel like 
somehow this Miz is going to turn on Shane McMahon. I don't know what he's trying to get out of him first. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe he's trying to bait Shane McMahon to give him a WWE Championship title match or something. And maybe he faces Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. That I see. With Miz and Miz, the way it is in right now, all the, 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 the camera footage will be lovely. Ooh, that would be... It's one of the highest rated reality shows that USA's had. They're like, this right. usually we don't usually do reality shows like this, and it's working for us. So it, it's something there. It's bigger than Temptation Island? Absolutely. I think it is. And that's just, that's all the juice. And like, people like Miz and Maurice is, is one of those. Miz and Miz is one of those shows that people really gravitate towards. And I'm like, I so love it. And it, 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 I was thought it was hilarious when they were talking about how it did better numbers than Total Bellas. And I'm like, wow. It's you a gotta, better show. It, it, it kind of is. It's because the Miz and Maurice are kind of real. They're not Hollywood people. Like, they, they kind of are, but Miz hasn't lost his Cleveland roots, and Maurice is mm-hmm. still like a French Canadian. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't watch it, so I'm just listening. I love it. It's, it's yeah, a, yeah, I, I love it. Like, it's, I, I, it is fun. If it's on, I'll tune in. You know, mm-hmm. I think I'm when, over the whole reality. When you see Miz and Maurice on TV, you see I'm seeing the same people on okay. the show. Yeah. And I think that's what's fun about it. Yeah. Because yeah. you kind of get a continuation. But it's like you see them as themselves, but in different settings. Yeah. So it's like seeing Lana Rousseff on a farm. It's like, oh, there's still going to be Lana Russo, but now yeah. they're in this different situation. And that's how Miz and Marisa is, especially when you throw her, her uh, French mother into the mix and then Miz's parents from Cleveland. It's so many interesting dynamics. And it's like, man, this is actually, like, it's it's normal. It doesn't seem so um, Hollywood. Like, you know, Total Buzz is glad it's his, his mansions and mm-hmm. fancy dresses and stuff like that all the time. And the best part about it is you get to see Daniel Bryan and, John Cena and wrestlers backstage, but outside of that, it's just, it's this glamour vacation life and problems and alcohol and vacation. Yeah, but Miz, and, Miz and Maurice have like these real life situations. Like, oh, we're having a baby, we got to move, we got a house. Marjo is French. She somebody broke into the house. <laughs> yeah, and I guess. Like, yeah. yeah. So I know I'm gonna make the black wrestling fans mad because as much as I've been pulling for this Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan match, how cool would it be to see the Miz and Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania? I'm fine with that. In a different dynamic that we thought yeah. we probably like we were saying earlier, Blake. Like man, when we was watching, uh, we were saying like at one point we thought we was gonna get Miz and Daniel Bryan with Daniel Bryan being the challenger to Miz being the champion. But now it could flip, and with that we could also see you know Miz finally do something he said he was gonna do on t- Table Three, and that was being a you know the main event and not. Not main event as in closing the show, but a main event, yeah, of Mania. At, at WrestleMania. But him winning the title, and I'm thinking, or Dwayne, I'm thinking about the footage that they would show on their reality show. Yeah, it, it's it kind of writes itself. Mm-hmm. Like I said, once me was arguing about this before, though, AJ, it's a history there already, mm-hmm. and it dates back so many years to their dynamic when they started to where they are now. And then you have, um, they, they're kind of like, uh, the, the Superman and and, and um, the Norman Bizarro world of each other, mm-hmm. right? Because you got, okay, Daniel Bryan and his wife have a reality show, Total Bellas, you know. Then you have Miz and Maurice, they have their own reality show. You know, they, they beefed before already over these types of things. And now you got this guy that's like, I'm Captain Save the Planet and I'm Captain Hollywood. Mm-hmm. There's so many interesting dynamics to it's like, but the, the interesting thing is you have the villain that swears he's the hero and then you have the guy that's supposed to be the, the villain that looks like the hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's supposed to be the rich snob, but now he's the one stopping the Captain Planet, but he has a righteous movement, but he's kind of a prick. And then you got the guy that's the snob that's saying, no, I'm going to give the fans what they really want, mm-hmm. the glitz and the glamour. So it's an interesting dynamic, and it's like there's an awkward double turn there. And it's like nobody thought that you would ever see Miz being the face in the situation, especially for who he is, what he stands for, the materialistic, the Hollywood lifestyle. And then you got Daniel Bryan, the Captain Eco Planet saver. 
You know what I mean? It, there's a lot of interesting dynamics to all of that, it, and, and I think it's something that we it's familiar, but it's different. Yeah. And I think, I, I think that's you know I didn't mean to cut you off. I think it's just like I was saying earlier. I think that's what makes the Miz Shane McMahon story the most interesting story going into Mania. Because it's leading to something. Yeah. And you don't and, know and, what it is. And like you said, in your heart, you're like, I know Miz is going to trade on him. But then your brain is like, what if he doesn't? Yeah. You know? Yeah. What if this yeah. just leads to them going, let's do this one more time and challenge the Usos for the tag titles at WrestleMania and really make a moment. And they swerve everybody. That, that's, that's possible. You know, there's so many different revenues you can go with these two. And you know, you, it makes you just want to see more. Well, it makes you want to see more, and uh, we want to, you know, wrap things up. Yeah, there was other matches, but these were the main event matches, the ones that mattered, the ones that people want to talk about. Um, final thoughts, we'll start from the left. Uh, Blake, final thoughts? Uh, I enjoyed the show. You know, um, I think a lot of things is very mysterious going into uh, WrestleMania, and it was like I was saying to both of you guys we were watching, I'm like, oh my God, we still got one more pay-per-view. I'm not going to, you know, I'm trying to say this in the best way, of making fast lane. Now it's an important show. Mm -hmm. It is an important show because now you can't wait until Monday and Tuesday to see what's going to be the final stop for WrestleMania, and then we can get our questions answered for the granddaddy of them all. Realness? Yeah. I, I, the, the, to what to what Blake said, I think the best part about these type of pay per views is they, they continue the story. They're not like one offs. Yeah. They're not like, oh, we did this cool, and then now we got to start for us or something else. It's kind of like, okay, cool. Uh, here we are. Here's this chapter of what's going on now you gotta wait to see the next chapter to kind of bring out the climax of like, the entire story and um like, like I said I think that's I couldn't have said it better myself it's, it makes Fastlane that much more important because you're kind of like okay cool this pay-per-view didn't show us what's gonna happen at Wrestlemania we got we have another gap in between that month and now you have to kind of pay attention to Fastlane because now that's gonna set the dynamic for what's naturally gonna go into Wrestlemania it kind of sets up the the, the feud and the potential stories of Hey, this is what we may go because we don't know as of right now, based off what happened at this pay per view. Like, okay, we can figure this probably happened, but that's it's too early. So now you gotta wait. You gotta watch your TV. And you gotta get to your pay per view, and now that's when the fun and the fantasy booking can start to kind of come to place. We can start putting the pieces together for okay, cool. This is what I mean. And this year's gonna look like, and then that's just, it brings in a whole different conversation. Brings in a whole different conversation. Dwayne, tell people where they can follow you. They can follow me on Twitter at Dwayne Allen twenty four. D-W-A-Y-N-E-A-L-L-E-N-2-4. Blake? You can follow me on Twitter at It's Blizz, I-T-S-B-L-I-Z. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know you can follow me at Brian H. Waters, and you can follow the Wrestling Realm at Wrestling Realm, that is Realm with a W, and make sure you are subscribed right here, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button and drop a five star rating. Till the next time, so long everybody.